You know when you search for something on Netflix, what you get is only a fraction of what they really have? The streaming service actually has more than 18,000 titles globally, but only about 6,000 of those are available in the good old US of A. That means you're missing out on literally thousands of great shows. Unless, of course, you use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that lets you change your online location, protecting your devices from unwanted snooping and allowing you to control where streaming services and other websites think you're located. There are over 100 different locations to choose from, which means you have access to thousands of new shows and movies no matter where you live. This doesn't just work with Netflix, it works with Disney+, Hulu, Max, a UK streamer called BBC iPlayer, and more. I was on a work trip in the UK during the final season of Game of Thrones, and I tried logging into my HBO account to watch a new episode, but the technology wouldn't let me because of geoblocking. And I wish I had this app at that moment, because I now realize how incredibly easy it is to work around that problem. Here's a more recent example. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is not streaming on Netflix in the US, but I just fired up the episode where Dennis tries to have a peaceful mental health day, and technology keeps interrupting his plans. All I had to do was open ExpressVPN, connect to a UK server, refresh Netflix, and the show just popped up. It's super easy. I've also heard good things about that show called Billions, but I've never been a Showtime subscriber, so I've never seen it. But it's actually available right now on Netflix in South Korea, and with ExpressVPN, it took five seconds to switch over and start checking it out. With ExpressVPN, you get high-quality streaming from devices like your phone, laptop, tablet, and TV, and crucially, it protects your privacy and security to keep your information safe from hackers. Stop missing out on great TV and get thousands of new shows with ExpressVPN. We got them to give you all three extra months free when you use our special link, expressvpn.com slash slash film. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash slash film to get three extra months completely free. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This year has gone by incredibly quickly, but it's always nice to pause and take stock. What's something you're proud of in 2024 so far? What's something you still want to accomplish this year? I know I'm guilty of falling into a routine and not always thinking about the bigger picture, but as the great Ferris Bueller once said, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you can miss it. So it's crucial to take a moment to celebrate your wins and make adjustments for the rest of the year. Therapy can help you contextualize your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months. As you surely know by now, it's not only for people who have experienced major trauma. Therapy is helpful in all kinds of ways, including learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. If you've been considering trying therapy, check out BetterHelp. It's fully online and was specifically designed to be flexible and customizable to your schedule. To get started, just fill out a brief questionnaire that matches you up with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash FilmDaily today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash film daily. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Slash Film Daily for Friday, December 2nd, 2022. On today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the trailers that are coming out of CCXP. That includes Guardians Galaxy Volume 3 and Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. This is Slash Film Editorial Director Peter Soretta. And joining me on today's podcast is Slash Film Editor Brad Oman. Hey, that's me. So, Brad, uh, there's a convention going on, not in America, it's in Brazil, it's called CCXP, and I actually think it's bigger than San Diego Comic-Con. Now it's it's like this huge thing, and, uh, you know, all the studios go there and try to premiere their their latest their latest uh, films and TV shows to those audiences, and, and because of that, we, we get some of the trailers online, which I am thankful for. There was also some like some big news coming out of there. Like, uh, what did we learn yesterday? Uh, the Mandalorian season three is coming out in March. 
instead of I think we had assumed February. Yeah, they said they had previously just said the window of February 2023. So, but it's March 1st, so like it's not really that much of a difference. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's to look forward to. Was there any other big news that came out of there? Yeah, they announced that Kate Dickey from Game of Thrones and The Green Knight is going to be in Loki season two. Uh, apparently, she's playing the villain. Very cool. Uh, and the, there, w- there was also some other trailers. Uh, actually, before we get into the two that I mainly want to talk about, they did have like a new Ant-Man. Like a legacy featurette, kind of. Yeah, like, I don't know. They, they don't want to call it a trailer because obviously two-thirds of it is old footage. But I, I'm going to call it a trailer because I liked it. Uh, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes. I'll put a link to all three of these in the show notes. So if you want to pause your podcast and go watch them before we talk about them. Uh, do that now but this ant-man quantum mania uh f- legacy feature what a trailer whatever you want to call it uh i loved it it really goes to show you ant-man's arc throughout not just his two films but the entire mcu and it's all leading to quantum mania which i'm super excited about uh wh- what did you think of this new trailer Detroit. Yeah, you know, it's it's another cool look at the movie. I, I'm already pretty excited based on the first trailer that we saw and the the extra footage that was part of the trailer edit uh, that they played at D23, um, which they haven't they did not include uh, in at the end of the uh, trailer. They there's some extra lines between uh, Kang and Scott that played at D23 that they didn't include in the official trailer. So um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited to see that movie because it's supposed to kick off uh, Phase Five and really get us going on the the path towards uh, Kang Dynasty. So yeah, there's no big reveals in this trailer though, right? Um, other than, I mean, yeah, no, no, nothing that we didn't already know. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think it's more of an emotional build up to this uh this third film, which is also interesting because we're getting a third Ant Man film before we're getting Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. But I feel like the Guardian films kicked off way before Ant Man. Is that correct? Yeah, the, <laughs> the first Guardians was twenty fourteen. Yeah, and then Ant Man was what was it twenty? It was twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, maybe. Okay, so it's not that not that big of a gap then, as I thought. It just seems like it. For some reason, Ant Man seems so much newer than Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Ant Man was twenty fifteen. So yeah. Okay, let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three because we're both super mega fans of this franchise, and uh, this is you know the third and final chapter of the saga from James Gunn. Uh, what did you before we get into the details? And we're gonna we're gonna break down this trailer and uh, try to speculate on some stuff. But what did you think uh, of this trailer? Uh, it's great. It's definitely probably the most uh, emotional uh, and serious trailer that we've gotten for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, you know, it, it has that wonderful, vibrant color palette. Um, I, I love that what James Gunn does with the cosmic side of the MCU. And uh, there's clearly a lot of stuff here that focuses on Rocket's origins. Uh, and it seems like he's going to have a pretty uh, important journey in this movie. And yeah, it seems like that, you know, lots going to be happening here. They're clearly playing up the idea that this is like, you know, the end for this team and there's probably going to be a death or two. It seems like there's a lot of, uh, you know, pivotal <sighs> moments where people are crying and screaming and it's going to be rough. I think <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This is, yeah, I, I love these characters. So I don't, uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, I'm I'm kind of sad that this is gonna be the end of this. I I know that Kun is obviously now you know, uh, co-head of DC Studios, and it doesn't make sense for him to continue the Guardians. It, not that he was going to before that, anyways. But uh, I just love these characters. I love this franchise. I just love, I love the whole vibe of Guardians Galaxy and the the, the world he has created within the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, um, and yeah, this trailer is no exception. It, it, uh, you know, the music always plays a, g- a big part in this trailer. It's in the meantime by Space Hog, which I'm sure, I'm sure if you go look at uh, the Spotify rankings, <laughs> that song probably jumped up quite a bit yesterday as everybody added it to their their playlists. Um, uh, okay, let's talk about a couple things because it's interesting seeing the buzz online. And seeing Gamora in this, because partially this film is kind of like, uh, you know, Star Trek, the search for Spock. It's like, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy, the search for Gamora. Yeah. Uh, and seeing the reaction online was interesting because a lot of people I consider to be people that understand comic book movies and understand what's going on in the MCU were making comments on, on Twitter of like, wait, I thought Gamora was dead. Like it yeah. seemed to be more confusion have... than I thought because I yeah. thought it was pretty clear in Endgame. What yeah, happened? I'm not sure how you can forget that the other timeline Gamora is now in the the you know main MCU timeline. Yeah, so I I just thought I'd bring that up not not to um, make fun of people that uh, don't didn't remember. I mean, it's been a while since Endgame. It's been a few years, uh, but to, I wanted to bring it up to explain because maybe there's people out there being like, how is Gamora in there? So yes, Gamora did die uh, to get the Infinity Stone, but there was an alternate Gamora that was part of Thanos' team that went through time and in-game, and uh, she's a Gamora that has no history with the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, but uh, Star-Lord's going to find her and make her remember no, uh, it's gonna, <laughs> sounds a bit threatening, but <laughs> I mean, what if she doesn't want to be part? Like, I, I mean, she's obviously like the same person. Yeah, she isn't. She's an alternate version, but she's like essentially the same person. But what if she doesn't want to be like friends with them and be part of the team? Yeah, I, do, I also wonder how, you know, uh, Peter is going to pull this off as far as like, you know, uh, convincing, you know, her that they had a relationship and like to love him the same way the other Gamora did because it took him a while for to, to cultivate that relationship. Uh, it was like a really problematic situation, to be honest. <laughs> right? Like I don't know. I don't know about that because he wasn't like he wasn't like. Uh, oh, I'm not. I'm not saying. Yeah, it's overly, like, he wasn't like well. aggressive or anything like that. <laughs> but it's just like, how do you convince someone? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see that play out. Uh, one of the big reveals in this trailer is Adam Warlock, played by Will Poulter. Poulter, yeah. yeah. Uh, what did you think about him? You know, there's only a, 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 a couple of brief shots of him, but he looks very cool. And I've heard that he got absolutely ripped for this movie. So I'm sure he's going to be good. I, I like Will Poulter as an actor. He's done... Uh, quite a variety of uh, of roles. You know, he's he's really good at comedy. He was great in the Maze Runner. Um, I've I've got uh, yeah faith in him to pull a role like this off. I'm sure he's going to give it his all. Yeah, James Gunn's kind of been uh, teasing us with the potential of Adam Warlock for so- quite some time. Uh, we saw kind of uh, what was it? His pod. Yeah, basically. Yeah, at the in, a, in one of the many credit scenes. Yeah. Um, 
interesting here, as you, if you see in the trailer, he has a jewel in his forehead. And in in the comics, I believe that is an Infinity Stone. Yeah. And uh, what do you think? Uh, do you think it's... It, I mean, the Infinity Stones have been destroyed? The, yeah, well... Yeah, yes. <laughs> Essentially, yes, they have. I, I suppose because of the existence of the multiverse, it is possible that uh, Adam Warlock could still, you know, be powered by one of the Infinity Stones. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I wonder uh, what role that's going to come into play. And also, uh, what do you think? What kind of role do you think he has in this? Is he an ally? Is he a bad guy? I mean, at one point we saw him like a. Beating up Gamora or something. I wonder if he is going to be like a villain at first, but then like there's a bigger villain at play that like he'll and he'll end up working with the Guardians, or maybe he's just like maybe it's just a conflict between him and Gamora, and you know it ends up being worked out or something like that. I, I'm yeah, it's but I'm sure he's he'll have some you know at least partially antagonistic role. Yeah, I, I didn't get to talk to you about Guardians Galaxy Holiday Special. Which I it sounds like I liked it more than you did, um, but uh, Groot. We got to talk about Groot because Groot looks different. Yeah, he's kind of like this. Like the vibe I get from him is that he's kind of like this twenty-something college age like bodybuilder kind of Groot. He's a uh, yeah. He's a, a yeah body bodybuilder Groot. I'm I'm not sure if I like bodybuilder Groot. He seems like a rap scallion. <laughs> <laughs> and Groot, Groot's always been a bit of a rascal but like this size like he's kind of like like it's a, it's almost like he's like a big goofy dude who doesn't know how strong he is <laughs> this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's funny because like Baby Groot was like the biggest thing. Before Baby Yoda, there was like Baby Groot. Yeah. And then they made him Teenage Groot. And I don't think anybody liked Teenage Groot. And now he's Bodybuilder Groot. I'm not sure if people are going to like Bodybuilder uh, early 20s Groot. I don't <laughs> so, know. He seems like he could be fun. Uh, but But thankfully, they're introducing us to Baby Rocket. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it'll, it'll be an origin story, so we're not going to be hanging out with Baby Rocket, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it really seems to me, if you think about things and you think about character arcs, it really seems to me like Rocket's arc is really has the most emotional weight to close here. Yeah, I mean, because it's, we've, we've, it's only ever been hinted at, and... You know, over the the first two movies, he's we've seen him kind of grow as a character a little bit and kind of become less less bitter and less cynical. 
um, and like learn to trust people and, you know, make feel like he's part of a family. And I think finding out where he came from and learning, you know, why he is the way he is. That's like, that's a a big thing to, to dig into. Yeah. And we, we see him here with Lady Lila, who is a wise otter, who is Rocket's soulmate in the comics. And we saw a shot of baby Rocket or young Rocket, whatever you want to call him. Uh, I don't know. It feels like they're really playing heavily into the Rocket's going to die thing. I, I think that they're doing that on purpose, and I don't think they're going to kill Rocket. I, the one character I think is the one that they will definitely kill, and it could be more than one, But and this, and this is just speculation. I don't know anything, so let's make that clear. Yeah, I, th- I think Drax is going to be the one to die. Well, that'll, that'll be sad as well. Yeah, but, I, <laughs> but, but also I think it'll be like a very cathartic death because you got to remember his family was killed by Thanos, and he had he wasn't able to... Uh, you know, get hit true vengeance by being the one who killed Thanos. And I think that whatever happens to him in this third one uh, will pr- probably finally give him the closure that he needs. I, I think you're right about that. And I also think you're right about Rocket not dying because whenever in a trailer they marketing, like they've kind of hinted at the fact that someone's going to, that a certain character is going to die. Like uh, I remember in uh, Rise of Skywalker, there's the trailer with C-3PO. Like uh, him kind of saying goodbyes to the, the the crew. And as we know from, I mean, spoiler alert for Rise of Skywalker, but, you know, he doesn't die. The trailer, uh, the trailer made me more emotional than the movie did. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so anyways, I, I don't know. I think that the fact that this is hinting toward like it's trying to uh, lead us to believe it's Rocket makes me think it's not Rocket. Yeah. But if anything, I think they'll do like a fake out where it seems like he, he has died and then he'll but he'll he'll survive. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say about this Guardians show before we get to Indiana Jones? No, love it. Just always excited for the new Guardians movie and uh, always excited for a new James Gunn movie. So bring it on. Yeah. Uh, you know, a fifth Indiana Jones movie is not something I thought I wanted, uh, especially after Crystal Skull, which I actually liked more than most people did. I It's not a great movie, but I think there's some good stuff in it. Uh but I just thought Harrison Ford was too old to do this again. And uh, you know what? This trailer is proving me wrong. What are your thoughts on the Dial of Destiny trailer? Well, I love this trailer, and I had actually already seen it because this is the same trailer that played at D23. I think you saw it there too, right? Yeah. Well, is it the same trailer? Because it looks like it has more visual effects than the trailer we saw at D23, at least from what I remember. I think that they put in a few extra shots, but otherwise this is definitely pretty much almost exactly the same trailer they played at D23, except they didn't have the title figured out then. Uh, So yeah, so there's um, this, it looks, it looks great. There's, um, there's some, some of the visual effects aren't quite there yet. Uh, I think some of the train stuff looks a little too, too fake. Uh, but man, the de-aged uh, Harrison Ford looks fantastic. There's still some work I think that needs to be done uh, around the eyes because um, they feel a little video game-ish. But in in general, for these quick shots, like it, it's it's one of the best de-aged uh, visual effects that I we've seen so far, I think. But otherwise, the vibe of this movie, it's clear James Mangold, you know, knows how to give us an Indiana Jones movie that feels like a Steven Spielberg movie, uh, you know, even though he's not directing it this time. You know, the the chase sequences feel like they're they're right in in the same uh, kind of visual style and adventure that Spielberg has delivered to us before. Like the comedy is there, and uh, yeah, and, and it has this like you know a little bit of nostalgic vibe to it without overdoing it. You know, just having having Sala up here 
And, uh, you know, it, it feels like it has some visual references that take us back to, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, the cinematography and the action look so classic indie. I was so worried that, like, you know, if you're not Spielberg, are you going to be able to do it the same? Like, it, But it really feels like he captured uh, the Spielberg feeling of those Indiana Jones movies. Probably even more so than what I, I even seeing the trailers for Crystal Skull and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah, digital de-aged uh, Harrison Ford looked surprisingly good. Uh, it, what do you think this is? Do you think this is like the opening scene where it's like a flashback? I, I, I feel like there's probably going to be flashbacks throughout the movie. I, 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 I'm willing to bet that there's probably going to be something from like. They're going to do like this juxtaposition of some things, maybe like an adventure from Indy's past that ties into like what's happening uh, with today. And I feel like it's going to give us this story that provides, uh, you know, maybe some more background on who Indiana Jones is without giving us like a true uh, origin story since they kind of covered that a bit in Last Crusade. But something that like gives us a sense of closure too, since this is supposed to be Harrison Ford's last outing as Indiana Jones. Yeah. Now, a lot of people, like, like I said, with uh, the Guardians trailer, a lot of people confuse Book of Mora. Uh, with this trailer, I saw a lot of people, a lot of talk online, people confused. Uh, this is 1969. Why are there Nazis? And we actually know the answer to that because of uh, there's some been some quotes in Empire Magazine. So if you don't want to know anything about that, uh, you know, uh, turn back now. But... I'll say this, that anything that they're releasing at this point, I don't think it's going to be considered a spoiler. It's probably going to be in the marketing. But it, it really seems like uh, this is all tying into Operation Paperclip, which is where NASA recruited uh, 1,600 scientists for the space race against uh, Russia. And uh, maybe there are some uh, people uh, in those. I don't know. How do you think that works? Because we see the Apollo 11 ticker take parade yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, what is the what is the Nazi plan? Like, what is going on? Like, is, is there a group of Nazis that are what? Yeah, what is going on? I don't even know how to even. Phrase, phrase yeah, I don't, I don't know either. You know, I mean, I think I feel the thing is, if you're sitting here in the year 2022 and asking a question, how were there Nazis in 1969? Uh, <laughs> ask that question today, this year, and you'll get your answer. There are always Nazis. You know, you might not always hear about them, but there have always been assholes like this. And so in 1969, there's probably still some pretty shitty Nazis out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you know, the big reveal of this trailer is the title, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which, by the way, I hate the title. Yeah, Just I'm not Dial the, doesn't work. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan. It, feel, it feels a little bit, uh, it feels like a video game title. It does. It feels, yeah, it totally feels like one of those Indiana Jones novels or video game. Yeah. Uh, but that I haven't seen a lot of people asking the question, what is the Dial of Destiny? We see it in one shot, like on a table. Yeah. It look, looks kind of like a sundial. Yeah. I'm sure it's some kind of sundial. What it does, who knows? Yeah. What, what do you think it does? Like, I mean, at first I was thinking maybe it has something to do with time travel. Yeah, I, I think that's a that would be interesting. Uh, I don't know if that's. I guess I guess since you know we've already dealt with spaceships and aliens in Crystal Skull, I guess something having to do with time travel wouldn't be out of the question. I guess I just I just don't know if I feel like if it would be too far for Indiana Jones. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> if you already do, if you already do aliens, I, I think nothing is too far at this point. 
Um, but we also see uh, Phoebe Waller Bridges' character, who was recently revealed to be Indiana Jones's goddaughter, and uh, she looks great in this. And uh, I'm glad. And not only uh, that, and, and and in case you don't recall either, she also helped write the script. Uh, and Harrison Ford was very complimentary of her when he gave his uh, very touching speech at the D23 convention. So, yeah, I I really think Indiana Jones is going to die in this film. Really. You don't think so? I don't think he's gonna die. I feel like he he just like I don't know. Maybe maybe that it, maybe they'll maybe they'll know time to die and they will kill Indiana Jones. But that I feel like riding off to the sunset, like literally, is the best. Well, thing he already Indiana did that Jones. though. Yeah, he did but that like, in, in the Last Crusade, which at the time was a great title because it meant two different things. That's true. <laughs> but now it only means one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, a good question. Uh. Yeah, I don't know, I'm, I'm, uh, and uh, I don't know. I I really love how this starts with him, like kind of still being in school, and uh, you know that life's been behind him, and he gets pulled back in, and all the action looks really great. I'm really curious what the MacGuffin of this movie does. Like, like we said, is it time travel? But then there's the word destiny, which doesn't really ring time travel i mean i guess you could change your you could dial your destiny i don't know i don't know it, it's really it, i'm really curious i'm really curious wait, wait, wh- who created this dial of destiny <laughs> do you know what i mean like it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem as historical as like the the other indiana jones mcguffins yeah that we've had uh, but I don't know. I'm sure we'll be learning more about that as time goes on. But uh, I, th- I think it's safe to say that we're both super excited for this film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll put some links in the show notes. We have some articles breaking down the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer, breaking down the Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny trailer. Still doesn't sound good as much as I say it. Uh, and there's also an article on the de-aging effects as well. You can find more of all of our work at slashfilm.com. You can find this podcast on Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, all the popular podcast apps. Please subscribe to our newsletter. We'll put the link in the show notes and please send us your feedback, questions, comments, concerns to us at peter.slashfilm.com. Please rate and read this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends, spread the word, and we will see you on Monday. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.